0: We turned out in record numbers in November 2020, and we showed our power in Georgia. Now we have the chance to show up to the polls and make a difference again here in Virginia. There's so much on the line for our communities in the upcoming elections, but governor and other offices, our votes have real power. So let's use that power to elect leaders who will look out for what matters to us. Rally your friends, everyone you know, to vote early until October 30th or vote on Election Day, November 2nd.
1: Pay for by the NAACP.
2: Yo, yo, I
0: go by the name I'm of Pharrell up. from the Neptunes. And I just want to let y'all know I'm your pusher. The world up. is about to feel, about to feel something, something that I'm they
2: never felt before.
1: <laughs>
2: Come on. From ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard, I sell it with my whip, it's off the hard, I'm the neighborhood pusher, call me subwoofer, cause I pump things like that what up, jack. What up, what up, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up the shot city, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You're tuned in here to the Thursday edition of the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Mike Harge, JK Hardball Harge, Jonas Clark producing. All right, Bartlett's with us in with us again, substituting for Mr. Sam's. We are broadcasting here with the Rounders Card Club Studios. Your number to participate is 7369760, and today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop. San Antonio's number one premier upscale smoke shop. And this first segment of the day is going to be sponsored by Way to Grow. Way to Grow is a full service landscaping company that can handle all your residential or commercial needs. That is Way to Grow, official sponsor of the Sports Drive. 736 976. If you know what you want to talk about, like always, it's open phone lines. We just ask you to be patient during the breaks and during the segments, and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. What's up, Harge?
1: living the
0: dream bro dang i'm sorry my bad i didn't mean to jump that close right living the dream
2: doc (laughs) (laughs) i hear you man that's what's up what's up Jonas? you ready to go yes sir ready rock and roll let's get it mr bartlett you ready yes sir all right man so uh today quite a bit to get to uh we'll let you know tomorrow uh tune in to make sure you tune in tomorrow we've got a programming announcement tomorrow so make sure you tune in tomorrow's show about that Um, tomorrow so make sure you put that on your calendar Uh, but in regards to the docket today uh, quite a few things Uh, first off at the top of the uh, next hour we'll be joined by Gene Watson he's a VP assistant general manager of Major League Baseball he's with the Kansas City Royals uh, was part of that 2015 World Series team so we're going to talk to him uh, talk to him about the inside of, of building the championship team and We'll talk a little bit to maybe see if he can give us some insight on some numbers with uh, Tony. see what he's going to look like. So we'll be joined by him in the second hour. Also, uh, we've got week four of the NFL getting going tonight. Uh, exciting matchup between the Cincinnati Bengals <laughs> and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, now, we'll get into that here, but it gets going tonight. Bengals got two key guys that's going to be missing, but uh, – Definitely a different feel for the last time that we saw these two quarterbacks face off against each other. Last time it was for all the marbles in college in the national championship game. Now it's just about one's trying to get over the hump and go the right way. The other one is stuck in... To get baptized in something he ain't used to. Speaking of Mister Sunshine, Trevor Lawrence and getting L's, but we'll see him and Herb. Oh, he took that uh,
0: L in that uh, championship sure game did. with Joe Burrow throwing that ball all over the place. Sure, he sure might did. have flashbacks. We might need to check on him. Yeah, later.
2: and I, if I'm not mistaken, that was his first loss too, because he yes. hadn't lost at high school or in Clemson at that time. Going into that game, that was his first loss, and now he's experiencing his rookie year. In Jacksonville, so we got that going on. We've got some other NFL notes. Dan Quinn says, "Hey man, pump the brakes. Ain't no defense turned around here yet." And I like it. I like what he's talking, saying so anyway, we can play faster. There's some things going on, but Dan Quinn like, "Stop it. Stop all the patting on the back. We ain't turned around yet." So that's right there and facing and what they got to tango with coming this Sunday with the Panthers. So we'll definitely talk about that. Um, also, we have um, college. College Week Five gets going tonight with the ACC matchup between Virginia and Miami. Um, Miami, I don't think Miami's played an ACC game yet. I think Virginia is zero and two already in the ACC, but they're two and two on the season. I think Miami's two and two, well, but this is you know Miami's first ACC. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Want to take a, a peek because you know tomorrow's College Fri- Friday for uh, Football Friday and NFL Football Friday, but. We'll start peeking ahead a little bit to some matchups this weekend that Harge has on his radar so we can spend the next couple days talking about that. Also, NBA, uh, you know, the you know we know we've had media day. The big stories have been about Ben Simmons. We've got an update on him. Also, uh, it's been about the vaccine situation, which we spent some time on yesterday talking. And the big diesel. Shaq has given his opinion, you know, um, what Dallas hat on. I'm like, when are you when are you repping Cowboys? Like, when does that happen? I mean, I'm used to LeBron and everything else. And Shaq <laughs> it just, you know, I don't know. I think that's something to do with him and Stephen A. You
0: know he's from Santa. You know he played at Cole, right? I know you know that. Yeah,
2: I know that. He never claimed it, really. I mean, after yeah, a while, he, he kind of had the whole oh. animosity towards San Antonio because he was just kind of salty that the year he was – Kicking ass down here. That was David Robinson's like rookie year getting here, and he couldn't do it. Back then we <laughs> oh, had. Oh, he two, was getting that smoke. Yeah, yeah. Back then he got we got that smoke. Yeah, we had two. We had two papers back then. We had the Express and the San Antonio Light. That's how far I go back. So he wasn't really okay. getting. He wasn't really getting love at either one. So he kind of carried that on. Just saying, like, oh yeah, whatever. He very, bar- he very rarely claims San Antonio, but when the when the military came up, he'll talk about it. But yeah, but anyway, so. but no, he's given his opinion on, um, you know, Kyrie Irving. You know, we'll definitely talk about that. Um, also college going back to a little college football. We meant to touch on this yesterday, but didn't kind of ran out of time. So a lot of our stuff gets parlayed next day, but uh, trailer, Jeff trailer, head coach of UTSA, you know, Jonas and I discussed this on Monday, but want to bring to the airways. He had a, he had a comparison. That I felt like he got one part of it right. I don't think he got the other one part of it right. But we'll go ahead and discuss that and let you know what that's about. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Um, also, what else we got going on? Uh, pretty much uh, that's it. Well, we still got pennant races. Yes, we that's right. That's right. My bad. Hard's like, don't forget about yeah. my, my pen strikes, man. My 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 my, scene, <laughs> my scenes. Yes, the cards. See, their 17-game winning streak snap, which I think that was predictable. You should have took Milwaukee on the money line. I mean, baseball, celebrate, it took me a while. And I'm, I remember a my former co-host, Arch, he had it because I used to give him a hard time until I really started. But I'm like, you know, baseball, they got to pop champagne on everything. I mean, usually in other sports is when you win the whole thing. But baseball, you get a wild card spot, you pop champagne. Pin it, pop champagne. So I figured, I was like, man, after they celebrate winning 16, 17 games in a row, they're going to let off the gas a little bit. Milwaukee going to get them. Milwaukee got them. But, hey, whether they set the date. I think it's next Tuesday. They'll be waiting on either the Giants or the Dodgers. So they punched 100 their
0: ticket. 100-win teams, bro. Got to play That's, one man. of those teams like there. And here's the other part of that. Milwaukee clinched a playoff spot. And their reliever, their setup man, broke his hand after the celebration. Wow. Rookie of the year last year. And that he can't pitch unless Milwaukee gets to the World Series, is his only wow. chance of coming back. So we'll get into that. Too. And he
2: broke it in celebration.
0: So he broke it after the celebration at home because oh. he was mad about something and bro- punched, and punched the, the, wall. the wall.
2: Yes, that's right. I heard about it. that. Came across Devin Williams. I did I know that was him. Devin okay. Williams. Okay, wow. That's I mean that, that's, that's black on wall crime, right? Man, there, there, you, there go. you go. <laughs> no, that's that sounds reminiscent of Gus Farad. Remember, was oh, Gus yeah. running his oh, head into that butt. heart? thought. It yeah. was thought it was all cushion. Like, no, nah, man, there's cement behind there, man. And then put his ass out a couple. Or what was it? The other crazy one, Dramatica, the field goal kicker. Oh yeah, who oh, hit that one? Pulled over up, over exaggerating. Yeah. yeah, yeah, That was before your time, Jonas. I think almost. Damn, that's crazy. Do you research, Jonas? Yeah, it,
0: a lot of stuff happened before you were born. Buddy. Yeah, YouTube
2: it. <laughs> YouTube it as they do it. Um, also, yeah. So the penny race going. And speaking of baseball. Are we? I mean, the longest non-playoff drought in in North America sports over here is held by. Can you tell me that? Well, you probably know that, Jonas. You know, you fair. Can you tell me who owns the record for the longest non-playoff appearance in our major sports, considering hockey, MLB, NFL, and NBA?
1: I'm no steam, or I'm not. I'm no ice hockey guy. I've yeah. been out of. I've been away from really following baseball for too long, but I'm going to guess it's
0: not man, Cleveland. I, I'm out. Yeah, don't no worry about I'm, it. I'm
2: just going to tap out. You know this, Bartlett? Um,
0: I I, I want to say it's probably something right off the. You know, one of those when you say it, it's like, oh yeah. Uh, the only thing I can think of is, like, like the
2: Detroit Lions, probably. Good Yes, but not trade. The Seattle Mariners. The Seattle the Mariners. Seattle and yeah. they're on the verge. They got a big win last night, and they're on the verge of uh, snapping that streak. I think it's at, what is it, hard 19 years or something like that?
0: I, I think the last time they were in the playoffs was when the Mariners beat the Yankees to okay. get into the okay. playoffs in that wild card game where Ken Griffey Jr., Ran around the bases in the kingdom. I, they, I they was yeah. in the
2: kingdom. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that then think about it. that's amazing if you think about your Browns, Barley brings up the Lions, the Jacksonville Jaguars of the World, NBA. Just think about all these nope. teams that we think that are just bad teams and leagues. I'm not too much informed. I mean, I pay attention to hockey, but I'm not too informed to give you history in hockey. But just think about that. That's a head-scratcher to think it's the Seattle Mariners. And that, that's
1: postseason in general, right? Yeah. Because so, like, you're right. My Browns did own that until last year. Right. When they qualified for the playoffs, it was it had been 18 years. Since. Yeah. Well, I think hey, so you were know, one you know,
0: year how Jonas, you know how Jonas told you that? You know how Jonas told you, oh, that was that was something yeah, that y'all that, could talk that, about. That was, you can't talk about it no more.
2: Yeah. Still on talk. the verge of greatness. Now we just talk about how you deal with expectations. Like, you're supposed to be right, good. Right, right. You know, so, yeah, man, so Seattle, we'll see if they can get it done. That should be a good – that would be a good story as well, too. So, yeah, you got baseball action that's continue to roll on. But uh, we'll start, like I said, with the NFL, uh, which week four gets going tonight, and – the Cincinnati Bengals they're going out they're going in without two key starter uh their safety JC uh, uh Jesse Bates the third is out and also Higgins is not going to be out uh he's not going to be playing tonight as well too uh Cincinnati you know uh they got a very impressive win against Pittsburgh a place that they don't win too often on the road uh the big talk with them has been you know again their first round pick uh, Jamar Chase, who has caught a touchdown pass in each of the games that he starts. So, um, yeah. You I got, don't see that stopping tonight either. You don't think it's stopping tonight? Me no. either. Jacksonville's going to get somebody. They're going to. I build, don't think uh, it's tonight, though. You don't think it's tonight? And that's no. in. Is, it's in Cincinnati or it's in Jacksonville?
0: Uh, this one uh, is in Cincinnati. in Cincinnati. It's in Cincinnati. Okay. And well, you always talk about the road teams. It's tough. After the weekend. It's tough to go on a it's Thursday tough. night and go out there and just really hold somebody out. And now I just don't think they got the smoke,
2: man. Okay, I didn't even check on what the line is on this one. And we'll try to get seven, some and, line and, a up half. seven and a half. Yeah, that's the desert telling you that this is going to probably be at least a ten point win or not more. That gives you the sign of that's not really a close game. Told you to read lines, not games and matchups. That's what it tells me. But stranger things that happen. But you know what I feel we'll feel, we'll learn night about Cincinnati. Is There's still a young team going, but, like, how do you come back on a short week after an emotional big win in your division rival in Pittsburgh, a place that they don't hardly win? So how are you able – are you able to focus in a short week to get back on going? So, I mean, I hope it's a competitive game. I mean, again, the brand of these two teams doesn't jump at you for a Thursday for a passerby, but, of course, with fantasy football – Degenerates, gambling, everything else. There'll be eyes at some point on this game tonight as well too. When we get back, we'll get to other NFL news as well too. You listen to the sports crime. We're broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Scott Smoke Shop. We'll be back.
0: might be too strung out on compliments overdose on confidence started not to give a f- and stop fearing the consequence drinking every night because alright back here on the sports
2: grind Calvin Casey, Mike Harge, 736 9760 broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios today's show is being presented by Hazel Scott Smoke Shop, San Antonio's number one premier upscale smoke shop and this next segment is going to be sponsored by Beto's. Beto's is located right off of Broadway. Keep in mind, they've been celebrating for uh, serving good Latin food to San Antonio for over 20 years. And now they offer a brunch seven days a week as well. Also that is Beto's official sponsor of the sports grind. All right. Don't forget. Also didn't tell you like I normally do. If you want to uh, follow me on Twitter, don't forget to go to sports grind at sports grind. And if you want to follow Mike, don't forget it's at Hardball Harge. And don't forget we're streaming on Facebook Live as well, too. We've got Juan checking in from, what do you say, Laredo. He's checking in from Laredo, so shout out to Juan. We got uh, Chris Hernandez checking in with us so you can stream. And I had a lot of questions. The podcast wasn't up yesterday, but yesterday's edition and today will be up today on the podcast. So Jonas got hit up with those with a lot of questions in regards to that. Could you ask me, tweet me, Cal, hey, what's the podcast? I don't know, man. I'm at home. Okay, catch the show. of time. No, I'm just joking. That's what Jonas here has got a good team for. Anyway, you know, hey man,
1: you know, like you say, a brother's gonna be a brother. Like what? You also have podcast. the option to always watch the replay on Facebook Live. Oh, that's true. And Twitter, Facebook pinned right there at the top of the pages. Freeman.
2: Hey, we're having a, t- a discussion here, hard during break about that question about the Mariners. Uh, refresh my memory. Was it the Mariners that had a like a over a hundred win team and lost in the first round? Or was it that they upset the Yankees or somebody that won a hundred game? Which put him on. He's on mute. Put put Harge on. I can't hear him. Let me see if I can hear him now.
1: I think that's a tech issue. Give us one second. Okay.
2: All right. Yeah, I can't hear Harge to answer right now. Okay. We'll let you figure that out and you can come back and answer that. Uh, but keep it moving. Um, well, why don't we do this? Why don't we go, why don't we go to the phones while we figure that out? Let's go to the phones here real quick. Let's go to Darren. Darren, you're on the sports grind here on ticket 760. What's up, Darren? Hey guys, how's it going? Uh, great show as always. Thanks, man. Always uh, really
0: appreciate listening to you guys. Thanks. Hey, uh, uh, next week, uh, we Buffalo, I'm a big Bills fan, so Buffalo plays Texans this week. That's a That should be a W. Okay. The week after we play uh, Cincinnati on Sunday night. Uh, just want right, to get your thoughts on the Bills. I know my thoughts, but let me hear your thoughts.
2: Okay. All right, Darren. Well, I appreciate you checking in, and all fans fans are welcome. Uh, my thoughts on the Bills, I've been very high on the Bills for the last few years. I saw them turn it around. Uh, the thing about the bills ownership they were able to be very patient with this coach and staff and let them grow and let them grow talent it's not a little, you know a lot of pressure it comes from the you know the market they play in you know it's not it's up there but it's not new york or the jets but i look at the bills it really just comes down to their weakest point in my opinion last year really just came down to the lack of being able to run the ball consistently Um, A lot of times they relied on Josh Allen and his athleticism athleticism, and he would basically sometimes be leading them in rushing. But I think early on, I mean, after that game against Pittsburgh uh, week one, they really came out with a vengeance. like, hey, we're that team that a lot of people has picked represent the AFC. Let's let's act like it. I think their defense. Is Stella? They got depth of defense, but I think really what it comes down with the Bills is that if they can, a team that's trying to get over that hunt with expectations, can they see it all the way through for seventeen weeks? And can they single Terry and those guys? Can they continue to establish a run on a, you know running game? And I think they'll be fine. I mean, Josh Allen. I don't e- I don't even necessarily think Josh Allen has to have another MVP type season for them to win. You know, I didn't pick them. I went on a limb and picked uh, Patriots to win that division. Um, I'm very worried uh, with the way I looked at the Patriots' offensive line, the way they've played. I'm very worried about uh, the – I've never seen an offensive line from the Patriots get beat up like this. And I'm kind of, you know, worried about the lack of – I thought their defense would be performing better now that we're almost at the quarter part, first quarter mark point of the season. That's the way I feel. But the Bills, man, I think they'll be all right. They're the hunted. You know, last year, the last couple of years, they kind of snuck up, snuck up on people, but they're the hunted. And the same thing I say about Jonas' Cleveland Browns, how do you deal with expectations when every, when you're not used to them really but and you're not used to being success? You've had a lot of down success, and but how does it work out to where the media, the fan base, local and nationally is saying the Bills, the Bills, how do you handle that? You know, and that's the really thing that I don't think that they have to worry about, the Bills. But no, they're well coached. Uh, they're a good team. They're going to be tough, tough to beat up there in Buffalo. Uh, very tough, but we'll see how it goes. But they're they're one of the teams that you got to look out for. You know, isn't that? If I'm not mistaken, Joe, isn't that your Super Bowl AFC pick is the Bills? Yes. Yeah. I
1: think I, I I'd have to go back and double check, I but thought, I'm pretty sure I have the Bills there. Yeah, yeah, I
2: I was I was thinking that that you would probably have them. I think somebody I knew that I talked to had the Bills the Super Bowl, but a lot of people. Uh, have them. 736 right. All right. So, sticking with the football theme and kind of looking at more of tonight's game, like I said, it's not that sexy of a matchup. It's football, it's an NFL game. Uh, it's a Thursday night game. But, really, in regards to the Bengals, you know, being without their two key weapons, one on defense, one on offense, how do they handle it? How is Jacksonville going to game plan for Jamar Chase? Does his touchdown streak continue? Uh, you know, uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, but in general, you know, it's Thursday. We'll see how that happens. Do we have a hard yet? Is, his, is the his sound is still working on
1: it? Yeah, we're going to work on it during break here okay. coming up. Okay.
0: I, I looked it up for you too, Calvin. Uh-huh. Uh, so that question we were talking about, uh-huh. uh, it was 2001. The Seattle Mariners uh, at the time tied a, se- uh-huh. a regular season record, went 116-46, and 46. They won the ALDS against, I'm sorry, Jonas, your Cleveland Indians, three uh, two, okay. but then uh, wound up losing to the New York Yankees in the ALCS four to
2: one. Okay, yeah, I thought it was that because they, I mean, that like you said, that's the era from the Randy Johnson, Kid Griffey Jr., a couple cats on that team. So that was Ichiro. A good, that was e- the same year that Ichiro won the AL MVP and Rookie of the Year. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. I just think he jumped on the scene. He never looked back either. Hall of Fame player in, in, in each row. 736-9760. We're going to try to see if we can work on Mike Hart's technical difficulties. Get him back in the fold of discussion. You listen here to the Sports Crime. We're broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, seven three six nine seven sixty Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop. Make sure you go to the website at Hazel Sky Online where you can shop from the comforts of your own home. All right, so we're back. So we get everything straight. Okay, yeah, now I can hear you. Can you yeah. hear me, man? Did yeah, you miss I got, me? No, I, you you good, man. Like anything <laughs> happened, over, we had some... People online calls it all. You might have to be like Taylor, just call for no man. So we got we got one of the best technical guys on the team, and one on a team on the SG team, and Jonas. Now no panic, you know. You can't can't help my light, but I don't know what's happening with
0: my light. But I'm 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 trying to be back at y'all.
2: No, Jonas operates smooth, man. He's no panic. Only we can get his quarterback to be like that most of the time. (laughs) Hey, we down? Oh damn! Let me throw that. off, man, my bad.
0: But to answer your question about the Seattle Mariners, it it was the Yankees. It was that time where um, Edgar Martinez, Hall of Famer, hit the line to drive in Ken Griffey Jr. to make sure that he was okay. Mm -hmm. And boom, there it is. So the Mariners need to come on with it. Yeah, They need to come on with it.
2: That'd be a good story to break that streak. Uh, Because I think, what are they, a game and a half out or something like that? Or a game and a half to two? it is
0: too when you start thinking about it the the um houston astros been trying to win one game to be able to be the champion after that that's Mm. the thing that's
2: bothering me okay all right seven three six nine seven sixty all right so back to football tonight's game so we'll just see how that goes i mean it's it's like hard said it's a seven and a half point favorite desert's telling you that this is going to be uh pretty much uh A game won probably by 10 or more, which some people, depending on who you ask, consider blowouts or not, Uh, you know, but that's kind of what we'll look at tonight. But I'm just looking at a team, Cincinnati, can they continue to improve as time, you know, goes on and they get an opponent in Jacksonville, who's obviously in a whole culture rebuild. And a whole rebuild to see if they can take care of business on a team that they're supposed to beat, and and that's what I'll be looking for. 736-9760. Sticking with the NFL theme, another thing I want to get off my chest hard, just honestly, man. Um, I we're at the quarter mark of the first quarter, and I've already I'm done with Nagy, man. Um, I've seen I don't know if we want I'm gonna start putting Nagy a part of the good old boy system, okay? Cause there's a lot of coaches, all right, that don't get as much rope as Nagy's gotten. And I'm tired of the continue like Nagy is the, the husband or the wife that pretty much keeps um, keeps cheating and keeps saying, Hey, I'm sorry. I know I've got to do better. This is on me. I'm tired of hearing the apologies at the press conference. I told you before week one, and I told you after week one, Nagy's the worst quarter uh, coach that you could have in a quarterback battle situation or quarterback controversy. This goes way back to last year, even prior to that. He has totally botched this. And I just can't believe Chicago. And Chicago has old money, meaning they're old management. You know, they're, you know, they've got old people that's running their team. I mean, that's the owner. So it's a different type of deal. And plus, not only that, they're going to a whole stadium situation where they might be moving uh, you know, into a new stadium from from Wrigley. So they've got a lot of different things that's going on from that front. So with that said, it might be distraction or not as full intent on what's going on. But Nagy, there's no reason to me, unless they get this turnaround and there's some W's that add up, there's no reason why Nagy should complete or finish the season. You, I mean, you had, I mean, from the time that you drafted, um, you know, Justin Fields, you're talking about from April to the start, of the, that's about 160 some days maybe, okay, or roughly, give or take around there. So you had all this time. About what you were going to do, knowing that you drafted this kid or he fell in your lap or you didn't think, but you drafted him and you had that many days and that's the game plan that you came up with that what we saw against the Cleveland Browns. And then you still don't have a direction or a type of system or the development. I don't see any, I don't see how it's possible that Justin Fields improves or improves on his skill set or improves in getting adjusted to the NFL ways under Nagy Harch.
0: I agree 100%. I think the way that Nagy has gone about this has been awful. I think the way that he – for him to stand in front of that press conference the other day and say, you know what, the criticism is fair. That that should never come out the head coach's mouth, especially when he has that type of talent and the things that he was trying to go about doing. That is the thing that has been bothering me the most about – it's kind of like what you were talking about with Teddy Two Gloves, right? Teddy mm-hmm. Two Gloves is out there doing his thing, and then you try to make him throw the deep ball. That's not what he's good
2: with. Mm-hmm. That's not what Drew. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, I hear what you're saying in regards to the Teddy situation. That's true. Which I think Teddy's proven so far that he's he's probably performing exceeding expectations of even their GM and 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 uh, George Patton. And rest the NFL well. He's showing that because it was a narrative that Teddy can't throw the deep ball. I mean, to me, I don't know if that might change with them, you know, losing their deep threat or one of their deep threats in a speedster or KJ Hamler. I think that I don't know if that takes away that vertical game. But the whole point with the Nagy thing is for people that didn't know, he had a press conference yesterday and he sat up there for about 15 minutes and went on and on about apologizing in regards to, hey, man, this is on me what happened last Sunday was on me and I've got to do a better job, blah, blah, blah. It, it, and, and the question that I'm hearing surface with that whole situation is then why, why not go with Nick Foles? Why not start Nick Foles in that situation? If Justin's not ready, if, if, if whether the offensive line is bad, cause I know you said that too hard in regards, like putting them out there behind that offensive line. But if that's the case, you got Nick Foles, that is a veteran that's getting paid that, um, you know, has been, you know, bounced around the last couple years of what works for him, but put him out there. Why put Justin in that situation? That lets me know he doesn't know what he's doing. But I'm just saying there's been a whole lot of other coaches, okay, that don't have this type of leeway and really are coming in with no – Nagy has no skins on the wall, man. I mean, he led them to a playoff game where they had double doink. They lost to the double doink or whatever for the field goal miss. But the reality of the situation is he didn't come in and get this job off of any credibility to where we can draw back to where he has equity in the bank where, well, you know, keep in mind, be patient with him. No. he I mean, he should be – the. because who do we – yeah, he's got to be the next – he's got to be the first coach to get the hell up out of here, you know, in regards to the NFL season. I mean, that's just – got to start now because it's all going to be about the development of Justin Fields as well. 736-9760. When we get back, the Watson rumors are heating up again in Philly, and Deshaun Watson, the trade rumors. I'll tell you how I feel about that. Also, speaking of Philly, LaShawn McCoy decides to sign with Philly for a one-day contract to retire after a 12-year career with them. Uh, Well, in the NFL, not with Philly, but a 12-year career period. We'll talk all about that when we get back. you listen to the Sports Crime broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back.
0: Uh,
2: All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky and Smoke Shop. All right. Um, Let's see here. Let's see, where were we? Okay, yes, because we got some streaming questions coming in before we move on from the Justin Fields situation. Um, I know we got uh, Frank Valdez saying that, um, you know that hey maybe that Eric, the enemy to the Bears, would be a good fit for Phils. Um, this is what I well that's if USC doesn't get him <coughs> first. But I think this is the tricky thing about that. Um, well, well, what's interesting to me is that normally in the NFL. When something goes very bad or, you know, and I consider this situation in the last couple of years with Nagy with the Chicago Bears pretty bad, but normally when things go pretty bad, a GM and an ownership, the next coach they hire, they usually go the opposite. If they went offensive-minded coach, usually they go defensive-minded coach, vice versa naggy was considered an offensive minded coach so and the bears have a lot of talent defense so but you drafted this guy in the first round that quote-unquote fell in your lap or however you want to say it do you want somebody for sure that can come in here and groom him? or do you want to sit there and say hey a lot of our money all our most of our money is on the defensive side of the ball on this team okay do we want to hire and go back and hire a defensive minded coach and take it from there. So that's that's kind of the intriguing situation about this Justin Fields thing and Chicago. I mean, I think the GM and Nagy will be gone um, when it's all said. I think Nagy is hard for me to believe that he finishes the season. I don't think they'll fire the GM in the season at the same time. I think they'll wait till afterwards for that. Or it depends on how pissed off upper management they could both tell them to kick rocks. So well, that's the way I see it, Hard.
0: I think the, I think you're right on with that. And, and and the difference for me is if Pat, I mean Pat Matt Nagy was the guy. He was supposed to be the the mastermind. He was on that same staff. That's how him and Nick Foles got together. Nick Foles was on the staff with him at Kansas City. Mm-hmm. They knew each other at Kansas City. So for me, if you're supposed to be an offensive-minded guy, and you're supposed to be this great mastermind and we've seen these masterminds try to do some things differently. How are you how is your team offensively that bad? You cannot tell me it's because of talent because the talent is there. Look at Montgomery. Montgomery's a good running back. He's wasting away there. They have Allen Robinson who who got out of Jacksonville with a bad squad tr- thinking he was going to come here. And then all of a sudden, they can't even get the ball past the line of scrimmage. This is all about Nagy. Because this team wasn't this bad last year. They weren't this bad last year. All of a sudden, you got a quarterback. As you said before, you had 150 days to prepare an offense for this guy. And you have a one-yard net passing. Hmm. You got 47 yards total of offense in the NFL where we're supposed to have like athletes. Bro, he's got to go. Well, He's I got th- to go.
2: I think one thing I'll piggyback on that before we move on from this is that when you say, well, they weren't this bad last year, but you know what I think is is worse than what they were last year? That's the number one thing is their offensive line. Their offensive line, is. it was bad last year, and it looks like it's digressed to even worse through <laughs> this year. That's really the thing. I mean, whether you have – Uh, Justin in there, whether you got, you know, Nick Foles in there, whether you got Andy Dalton in there. And the only thing I'll tell Chicago fans to proceed with caution, be careful because they're as talented as Justin Fields is. And what we think mental toughness is, you can ruin a young quarterback if you put him in the wrong situation with the wrong coach and no offensive line and a grind of now 17 instead of 16 weeks. Now the grind of a football season getting beat on and beat on again. That, that's broken a lot of people coming in this league.
0: And I'm glad you said that because today at the press conference with Coach Sarkeesian, he mentioned his time with all those NFL quarterbacks that he's had throughout his years, whether it was at USC or in the NFL. And the question was asked to him today, can you ruin a young quarterback by putting them in too early? And he said, I believe 100% you can ruin a quarterback by putting them in too early. And this is the situation. Nagy did not want to play. Uh, Justin Fields at first. He wanted to groom him. He wanted to send him back, let him learn the game and all this other stuff. But it goes back to your point. Why not? Why did they put Justin Fields in there and not Nick Foles in that situation? You're paying Nick Foles a lot of money to be there as the third string quarterback and you have an opportunity to put him out there and still, this dude won a Super Bowl. This dude's won games in the NFL. Yeah. He can go out there and help that team, but you saw him on the sideline last week. This offense is not working. They caught the mic. (laughs) They had a video on Nick phones talking to Andy Dalton. This offense is not working. Wow. So those are the types of things that, that, to your point, Nagy is a problem.
2: And that comment, I didn't hear about that, but that caught up on that mic, and that comment lets me know again, Nagy has no respect or no control over that, that locker room, let alone that quarterback room. 736-976. Seven three six nine seven six. We give back. We're going to be going, joined by Gene Watson, VP Assistant, General uh, uh, Scouting of Major League Baseball. He's with the Kansas City Royals now. We'll be joined by him when we give back.
0: Is your heating system ready for colder weather? An annual heating system tune-up from McCarthy Services will help make sure your system is working properly and efficiently to keep you warm and save money on your heating costs. Schedule your annual heating system tune-up today with McCarthy Services for only $29. That's right, only $29. But do it fast. This outstanding special ends soon. Call 866-838-1432 for details.
2: License number 2705-142-9478. McCarthyHomeservices.com.